Dateline, 22nd of October, 2013. Coming to you from the future, it's the Australia desk where we're recording on the day after the airplane geeks, but we're still before them. How does that work, Grant? I don't know. Technically, they haven't started recording yet because it's still like morning their time, but here it's night and tomorrow their time. Well, Who's my Doctor Who? I don't know. I'm totally confused, mate. But welcome, folks, to uh, the Australia Desk for episode 271 on what I must say, Grant, has been a rather slow news week aviation-wise. Oh, it hasn't been slow at all, mate. What are you on about? There's been all sorts of news. I mean, there's been... And then there was... And don't forget... Um, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. Well, I'll tell you, that probably the big news in the airline world this week. You know, Grant, it's that time of year again. What, hay fever? Well, it is that too, but it's I'm also the weather? it's the Qantas's airline annual meeting time. And, uh, what? Already? Yeah, yeah, that rolled around quick, didn't it? Oh, man. Well, it's the same story as every other year, Grant. Guess what? They're making a loss. Oh, no. But, you, hey, dude, they have found one way to be different this year. They're not even indicating that Jetstar is making a profit. Gee, unbelievable. Well, they better stop buying all those Dreamliners then if that's the case, Grant. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago they were claiming that they'd uh, you know lost $244 million and in the following year they said they'd actually made a $6 million net profit, which is not much, but then again for an airline maybe it's a lot. I don't know. Well, yeah, but basically what they're saying this time is that they think their uh, yields could fall by up to 3% across the board because uh, the post-election rise in business confidence has failed to translate into increased demand for travel, apparently. Yeah, well, that also could be because their opposition over there at Virgin Australia has been uh, steadily uh, doing their best to poach a lot of their business market. Correct. They're uh, doing a heck of a good job of uh, getting everyone they can to come to Virgin, but what really seems to be happening is that people are just going, Virgin, Qantas, whatever, I just take whichever one's convenient, and they, uh, some people have loyalty, some people just take whatever's going, and some even go with uh, Tiger or Jetstar, or, oh no. No, sir. Self-respecting business traveller would, would go on Tiger Airways, surely, Grant? Uh, depends. The bean counters go, hey, you could get that same fare up to uh, up to Sydney for half the price, and they think only of the ticket price, and they don't think of the fact that the said business person has to be at the airport two hours beforehand, the aircraft's delayed, and then the uh, there's problems because they can't bring everything they want to. It, it's, I mean, Tiger has, definitely has a place. Tiger does a good job, but perhaps not for everyone. Yes, well, uh, the airline came out this week and said, according to this article here in the Australian.com.au that they were unable to give profit guidance to the uh, stock exchange this week, but uh, Deutsche Bank has actually slashed its pre-tax profit estimate for the fiscal year 2014 by $229 million to a loss they predict of $52 million. So, hmm. And it goes on to say here they that equates to a net loss at Qantas of $36 million. So uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, Probably not the result they were looking for, I'm tipping. No, these aren't the results you're looking for. Neither was the uh, drop in the share price. Not unexpected with news like this. Uh, down $0.08 cents to $1.35 Australian per share. Not huge, but uh, still a bit of uh, p- bit of dumping going on. But, mate, you know, this is what happens. It's AGM time. It's tricky. It's, I don't know, Qantas do have a bit of a reputation of playing down their future looking and then coming through and surprising everyone at the end. Um, they've managed to pull the rabbit out of the hat a few times in the last few years, mostly, I think, due to the... Uh, 
loyalty program and <laughs> spinning that off. But we'll see how this one pans out. Absolutely. Well, I uh, noticed that uh, while all the celebrations were going on uh, during the last uh, couple of weeks about, uh, you know, Jetstar's 787 arriving, uh, Qantas have also taken delivery this week of a brand spanking new 737-800. And according to an article here in AustralianAviation.com.au, that makes uh, their fleet size now 68 of this type. That's correct, mate. It's the 68 737-800 part of the uh, renewal and simplification strategy that we'll see them trying to lock down to just a couple of types of aircraft and as modern as possible to reduce the maintenance burden. Um, I have a couple of friends who work out on the tarmac at various airports and uh, in the uh, technical area and they reckon that with the new uh, 737-800s they don't get called very often to them when they arrive to check issues. It's typically every three to five flights someone will uh, say hey we need an engineer here but uh, apparently the 7 Six sevens, almost everyone that comes in, the engineers need to go over it and uh, address a couple of issues that have come up. So the joys of modern technology and new aircraft, I guess. Yes, well, you know, it's the flying kangaroo, Grant, but, uh, you know, in the news this week, a kangaroo of another kind, in fact, a real one, bounded his way into Melbourne's Tullamarine Airport and uh, caused all sorts of a stir. In fact, uh, Grant, he ended up on the other side of the security uh, cordon and, um, well, actually ended up in the local chemist or drugstore, if you're an American. Well, that was uh, possibly because he'd actually been hit by a car on the way in, apparently, so uh, maybe he was hopping in looking for a bit of an Advil or something like that. Yeah, Grant, are you trying to tell me that, Grant, he was hopping mad? Oh, oh man, that's almost as bad as your earlier one of skipping through security. I hear he skipped right through. Oh, oh it just gets worse. Uh, maybe you should hop along to another story. But yes, this uh, poor little kangaroo. <laughs> See, I can do it too. Poor little kangaroo came uh, hop, hop, hopping in and uh, freaked everyone out. We'd had one of these a few months ago where a kangaroo came into the car park, but this is the first time one's actually come into, into the terminal. Now, we want to assure you, Rob Mark, before you say anything, that it wasn't Grant trying to run the kangaroo over with his uh, vehicle just so that we could have something to eat. No, wasn't me. Uh-uh. Now, Steve, on the other hand. Yeah, well, you know, I'm on a diet, Grant. I can only eat Tim Tams. Oh, the agony. The Tim Tam diet. <laughs> That's so scary. <laughs> but, you know, mate, it's uh, what happens at times. Uh, the airport is out there, uh, although there is urban encroachment. It's not really close to the city. Uh, there's a lot of bushland in the area and you get a lot of kangaroos coming through. The guys are pretty cool at keeping them off the tarmac, but this guy decided to come into the uh, terminal. Well, maybe he was going to protest the new uh, runway they're putting in. No, oh, maybe he is, maybe he is. Well, I'll tell you what, Grant, while kangaroos are uh, skipping their way into our airport here on this side of the country, over on the other side of the country, there are new airlines just scooting their way into Perth. Oh, you did it again. Oh, let me put the laugh track in. Hang on. <laughs> ah, thank you, studio audience. Yeah, yeah, you control the sound effects, you control the laughs. Great. Anyhow, that's correct. Scoot is the uh, latest airline to add Perth to its uh, destinations. So uh, they're advertising from Perth to Singapore for... $88. Well, I don't think that'll last very long. Crikey, Grant, $88. They won't be making much profit out of that. No, they won't be, but don't forget, it'll be just like all the other low-cost airlines. $88 plus taxes, plus fees, plus, mm, plus seat charge, else. plus walking-on charge, plus breathing charge, plus water charge, etc. 
Mm, I'll be interested to hear from any of the Airplane Geeks listeners if they've uh, had an experience flying on Scoot. I haven't heard much about them, actually, but they are another low-cost airline. And uh, coming down here to Australia with a fleet of uh, Boeing 777-200 aircraft, all ex-Singapore Airlines aircraft, I believe. And uh, it looks like uh, they're actually uh, looking at adding some uh, 787 Dreamliners to their own fleet. So that'll make things a bit more efficient. But I'll tell you what, Grant, I don't think they'll be able to sustain those uh, very cheap prices. But for the meantime, that's good for people living over in the West, over there in Perth. And, uh, you know, more capacity over there, that'll be uh, sure. Welcomed. Definitely, mate. You've also got AirAsia X, which began services between Perth and Kuala Lumpur back in 2008. And uh, they're saying, <coughs> we welcome the competition, which is airline code for, oh, bother, there goes our monopoly. <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, no, no, no good monopoly can last forever, I say. Not in the low cost area, no. So, yeah. Scoot for Singapore, AirAsia X coming in from uh, Malaysia. And uh, we'll see how this one develops. Uh, Where there's a will, there's a way. And there's obviously a bit of a budget market going on. I am so over the days of jamming myself into economy for a long haul but uh, you know my that's probably why I'm not travelling much I can't afford to go up the front very often <laughs> <laughs> you spoiled yourself after that last uh, you know soiree that you had <laughs> over across to some faraway land yeah true but hey I've now got silver status with Virgin Australia so who knows what that might translate into hmm <laughs> burning need to go and fly some more. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. I should just mention before we go, though, that uh, finally, after many, many weeks, we've we finally released another episode of our own podcast, episode Woo! 113 of Playing Crazy Down Under is out, and uh, lots of great interviews in there centering around the recent uh, Navy's uh, International Fleet Review up there in Sydney. Some uh, fantastic interviews there that Grant recorded on uh, a couple of the Commonwealth's best warships, and uh, also Kathy Mexted's been up flying in an MRH-90 helicopter and uh, Grant, we've got a series of interviews that we recorded when the 787 arrived a couple of weeks ago. So if you haven't uh, gone over and caught our little humble show over there at playingcrazydownunder.com, we'd love to have you come along and have a listen to this one. Yeah, it's got a lot of great content and you don't have to be down under to enjoy it. Uh, one of the ships that I was on was a Pommy one. One was a Kiwi one. And uh, yeah, then there's the whole 787 and uh, it's all pretty good stuff. It's all happening here. So until next week, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks. <laughs>